win, Raptors win. Get out the salami and cheese, mama. This ball game is over. There you go, folks. It's all good. It's all good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Terp, or as everyone knows it, the Untitled Raptors podcast. It's your host, Tal Benakshi here. We are at episode 11. 11 weeks straight. We're going in strong. Uh, happy Family Day weekend. So we're launching this on Monday night. Hopefully... So you guys can listen to it on your commute back to work on Tuesday. Akshay, what's happening, man? Oh, it's, it was good. It was good. Weekend was really, really, uh, you know, kind of busy. So did some family stuff. I Netflixed a lot. I cleaned, um, you know, my typical weekends. Oh, my buddies came over and played Overcooked on Friday. Have you played Overcooked before? What is what is it? Like you just is it a cooking show that you guys play? You guys all cook no, together or something? No, it's a it's a game on Xbox where you have to work together to basically serve food. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Oh, my God. Is this what you do on Saturday nights now? Like, no, is this how Friday, sad? Is Friday night. Is this how sad your Friday nights are gone? You're, like, yeah. having friends over and playing a game on how to cook food. Not even cooking food. You're playing a game on how to cook and serve food. On yeah, it's, it's, see, you, you make fun, but if you play it, you'll be pretty addicted. Oh, no, I don't think I have better things to do. Uh, then, then I'd rather cook the food, right? No, 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 rather cook the food. That's if you have a girl over, you can cook the food. I'm not cooking with three guy friends. You can make a nice, uh, a nice sandwich for all your friends. You know, cook something different. <laughs> I just say uh, that because I just made like turkey sliders re- just recently. I'm very proud of the fact. So I'm turkey pretty... sliders. I know, I know. You know, just casual Monday evening dinner. Oh, man. Okay, before we get into this, Talib, I messaged you to watch Dating Around this weekend. This is such a garbage (laughs) show. I cannot believe Netflix is a show. So I'll give you a heads up. This this is a show on Netflix that I watched one and a half episodes because Akshay has watched the entire season. He told me to watch this. And it's a show about... Six episodes. Six episodes? Okay. It's a show about like they just follow the lives about this one person in each show and they date like five people and just monitor them on their first date yeah it is god awful <laughs> it's amazing everybody should watch it it it's is painful man it's two painful. and a half yeah it's so cringeworthy it's awesome and i uh, honestly feel like i'm i hope i'm not like that when i go on dates so you're asking these questions and there's this awkward silence going on you're just like oh god this i'm just like like, I don't I don't want this. This is horrible. This is horrible. You definitely are like that. And that's why it's funnier to watch. Um, you stopped at like... So Talib stopped in the middle of episode two. Episode two is the best one. Because there is like this huge culture clash. And uh, and the, the girl who's Indian and the guy who's white just don't, don't get along. <laughs> I tell you, um, I cringed at that part. And I think I stopped. I was like, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. Uh, everybody have, should I, watch Dating Around. Everybody should watch. Right, it. That's 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 your plug. Netflix plug of the week. All right, the actual Netflix yeah. plug of the week. <laughs> Dating Around this week. I don't necessarily oh. agree with it, but go for it. Yeah, there's. Uh, I I still have. I was the other show that I was watching, which you're gonna think I'm a loser for watching as well, was Tidying Up. Did you watch that? Have you is seen that? that a, is that the Mary Kondo? Mary Kondo? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. I have not seen that. Yeah. I have not seen that. But it it is making the rounds. I think you're like three weeks late on this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's terrible. It's like it's like watching hoarders, but not hoarders. Like it's more relatable because they're not like disgusting. They're just messy. Yeah. So this this is not what I watch on Netflix at all. So I'll pass on that, man. <laughs> all right. Let's get to basketball. There, you've got your Netflix recommendations for the week. Um, let's do some likes and dislikes. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> 
right. So likes and dislikes. Only two games this week. It was. Uh, I feel like we're going to get weeks with fewer and fewer games because the Raptors have played a good chunk of their games already. Um, and now the, the rest of the league has to catch up. Oh, this is going to suck. Yeah, so we have two. We had two last week. We have got two this week. Um, Brooklyn at Toronto. So what did I like? I liked that. It, you know, honestly, I just finished that game and I was like, that was a really fun game. Like it was, I, I, there's so much like analysis we do while we watch the games, but that was just flat out fun. Like the game, the, it was back and forth, lots of offense. Um, I thought both teams played pretty well. I, I mean, you could argue that the Raptors should have played harder and yada, yada, yada. But Brooklyn's actually a pretty decent team and they play hard. And they were make they made what twenty threes, right? Yeah, twenty threes. Wow. It's, like, it's almost like it's it's like I remember reading a stat out there that the percent it's like ninety five percent of the time when a team makes like twenty threes, like mm-hmm. they win majority of the yeah. time. So Nick Nurse said in his post game that I don't think he's ever won a game where the opposition has made twenty threes. Like that's crazy. Um, you you think you steamroll a team if you've made twenty threes? Uh, my dislike, I didn't really have one. I thought the game was really fun. Um, how about you? What's your likes on this? Like, uh, so this was a game with a quiet game winner, right? Or the one he, he banked it off. Yeah, he, the, he won the, the game where he called the game, not bank. Oh my bad. Oh, Kawhi, such a badass now. Yeah, he's got a new shoe deal and all. He's like legit now. Uh, what I liked is the adjustment the Raptors made in the second half. In the first half, you could see that they were avoiding, they were trying forcing Russell to go on his right. Obviously, he's a left-handed guy, so forcing him to go on the right, pass the ball, and Russell did phenomenal. He passed the ball to Joe Harris, uh, but a different other three-pointer three-point specialists out there who were just knocking threes, right? So the adjustment in the second half was good, made Russell a bit more playmaker, and Russell still played really well. So I'm really excited to see D'Angelo Russell's career going forward. As you mentioned before, I think he's a phenomenal player. I'm happy he made the All-Star team, and uh, it'll be good to see in the future. And uh, dislike, obviously, three-point defense early on. Like, wow, I was like, I cannot believe. Some of them were open shots, so they were collapsing on us, which was insane. And if you notice, they played zone on the Raptors quite a lot. Yeah, uh, they played which is from, rare. Yeah, you don't see it that often. You don't see it, but they 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 knew, and I I mentioned this in the earlier podcast that the with the weak Raptors three point shooting, this actually might be a good strategy for teams to take upon, right? Because Raptors three point shooting we know has not been strong, consistent has not been consistent. So when you're doing that zone defense, you're like you know what forcing them to go and hit hit that shot. So they pushed that up very quick. This was also the first game of. I believe Mark Gasol at home, so it was kind of cool to see. He made some really nice. He made some nice passes with Patrick yeah. McCall in the offense as well. Yeah. So, a uh, bunch of things to like. Overall, agree with you. Fantastic, enjoyable win. Yeah, I, I think that was. I mean, it's a small sample, but that was Mark Gasol's best game for from the three that he's had with the Raptors so far. So, before we get into the next game, I was thinking about Russell, like D'Angelo Russell, when we were, when I was prepping this morning, and. He, he actually made a quote where that he's happy that he's got traded because if he hadn't gotten traded, he'd be in the mess with, with the Lakers right now and his name would be flying around as well. Um, so he's really happy he got traded. But then I started to remember why he got traded. Do you remember that he, he took a video of, of Nick Young? Nick Young. <laughs> yeah, Nick Young confessing to cheating on his wife. Right? No, his girlfriend. His he, girlfriend at the time, yeah. Nicky Azalea. Yeah. And then he was, he was confessing and... Uh, and Nick Young leaked the video, and so, <laughs> and so he got traded, and now he's actually much better off for it. So, world works in weird ways. He's only like twenty three or twenty two. Yeah, he's twenty two. He's twenty two. So this happened two years ago, 
young kid, probably went through some tough times as well, <laughs> dealing with the media at that time as well. Uh, obviously, snitching is not exactly like looked upon in the NBA or anywhere else in the world. I mean, you have a brotherhood in that sense, so you got to keep everything to yourself, I guess yep. that's the part. Uh, but happy he's picking up, and I'm, I'm the part that amazes me is is Brooklyn, man. Like, Sean, I, I, I want to do an episode just in Brooklyn and how they've, like, changed that franchise around. They've been a laughing stock for the last five, six years, but it's taken them some time for them to be a really good team, and they're going to be a very good team in the next few years yep. without dra- without using those, like, first, second overall picks that they, if your team sucks, would get. So, Yeah, they've had no picks, and, yeah. and they've built the team. The Knicks, on the other hand, have had many picks and have not built. Oh, uh, Knicks are the trash. The trash of New York. That's what it is. Oh, okay, Washington at Toronto. Um, what did you like on that one? This was. Uh, I was at the game. Yeah, I was at the game. I was at this game. It was an entertaining game. Uh, what's not to like, man? Pascal and OG. Wow. Wow. Like, it was pretty evident that they were going to Pascal for a lot of things, one on one, and Pascal dominated. What when you dig deeper into this, there's less mid range and more rim, and obviously Pascal plays really close to the rim. He's really good at that. Uh, Pascal's three pointers, open shots. So it's like, yeah, he made four out of five three points, but they were wide open, so they were keeping him open. Uh, so that was pretty good to see. He was making the shots. OG made some shots, so everything about that was really good. What I disliked. Uh, I wish we saw a bit more Gasol, right? I mean, we need more elbow touches, but with Kawhi out of the offense, you almost see two teams. You see the Kyle team and the Kawhi team, and the Kawhi team is with Gasol. He plays really well. I think Kawhi and Gasol will complement each other very good down the stretch when you need to slow the game down. When you play the fast-paced, Ibaka does a really good job, and I think that's where I think Jeremy... This was Jeremy Lin's game as well, so you saw him, like how seamless he'd fit into this offense, the Kyle offense, the Kyle Lowry offense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I um, my like, I'm just gonna give some love to Danny Green because he's been so good, and he never like stands out for us to even give him a like. But he's been so good all through the season. He's made so many clutch shots, like in the yeah. last five minutes of every, like games. And I, I I know he hasn't made every shot, but it feels like he's made every shot, like every clutch three pointer that they need. He made another one in this game. Um, and my dislike, I mean, it's a really small dislike. Lin came in and he was. He was like being the vet trying to share the ball. And I thought sometimes he should have just been a little bit more aggressive. Like there was a couple of times that he had like layups and he kicked him out. Um, so that'll change for sure. I'm sure the coaching staff will sit down and be like, hey, you know, we realize that you just came in and you're trying to get your teammates, you know, shots and you're trying to be a good teammate, but you got to still be aggressive. So, I mean, it was really small. Marcus all did the same thing in his first game. Most people would do it in the middle of the season, so I think that'll change. Lin Sandy, man, it's Cummins back. Uh, we we had, we we spoke about this probably five six episodes ago yeah. about Jeremy Lin being like a potential Raptor, and it would be really good on a business level, I think, uh, yeah. as well as a player. Like he just fits into the system. Like there is, I don't know if there's any other player in the NBA that's just fits this Nick Nurse style basketball at the moment. The pace level, the 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 experience. Uh, it's really, really cool to see. So he's the, he's a very good player. So I'm excited for him. I just hope his three-point shooting like is a bit more consistent coming forward. We haven't seen too much of that, but we'll see that hopefully uh, this week. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, out of the buyout targets, he was my number one, even though he wasn't really a buyout target till till after um, the, the deadline. So uh, yeah, great, great get for Messiah. I mean, you traded Valanchunas and Delon for essentially Lynn and Marcus also. You can't really go wrong with that. And CJ Miles. Yeah. He hasn't really been playing a whole lot. Okay, let's uh, tell, tell them who we're sponsored by. 
Kingrin G. Kwaele. We're all about diversity up in here, as we just acqu acquired Jeremy Lin, or the hype known as Lin Sandy. What I just said was Happy Valentine's Day in Mandarin. Someone asked Jeremy what he liked about Toronto, and his first reaction was that diversity in the city. Diversity comes in all different forms, food, culture, and people. But before you get to meet that special girl or guy of your dreams in this diverse city of your ours, our friends at tinderphotography.ca can hook you up with some fantastic profile pictures for Hinge, Bumble, or even Tinder right away. So you can now get the best photo to meet the unbelie unbelievable people in the most diverse city in the world. Grab your opportunity and remember, what it means, love is a powerful drug. Wow. Oh man, they just get better and better every week. We're toy, we're going diverse, baby. We're bringing it all together. Next week, we're going to have like a, we're going to have Serge Ibaka speaking in, a, a, well, Serge Ibaka speaks French and Spanish. So we've already done Spanish. So I don't know what we're going to get. We're going to get some, some other different language. Maybe we acquire like uh, Serge Boular, Sim Boular. <laughs> maybe, maybe you just go to Google Translate and hit, hit random language and, and pop it out. We'll see. Uh, Sim Boular is going to come to Toronto and Sim Boular is coming back. Where is Sim Boular playing? Is he playing? Probably in Australia. I don't, I don't think Sim Boular is playing. <laughs> okay, so let's talk some general NBA. Uh, so this weekend was the, the most exciting basketball game on planet Earth, the All-Star game. No, no, no. I think what was most exciting, as a Raptor fan, was the All-Star game. It exploded on Twitter and Instagram. Kawhi Leonard's New Balance ad. Oh, way more, yeah, way better than the actual All Star game. <laughs> I think it's way better. I've never seen it. It was so good. Yeah, the ad was like you. They they completely respected who he was, and and I actually watched it and I was like, crap, I kind of want the shoe now. Like I'm I'm not a shoe person at all. Um, but those like the fact that it's kind of like, hey, we're you're low key. Um, you just want to like play ball. You don't need to be flashy. Like that kind of resonates with a lot of people. I almost feel like when they so one of the shoes they designed, uh, he's got six shoes, New Balance, and the ad was great, and they launched the shoes as well. One of the shoes has Kawhi Leonard written on it, uh, and it's written in Times New Roman. <laughs> like you know, you you know how old Times New Roman? Is? When you if you open up Word right now, your default isn't even Times New Roman. They go yeah. to Calibri. Yeah. Microsoft Word has said, okay, you know what? We're bored of this shit. We're going to new things. You got to open up Microsoft Word in 1997 to get Times New Roman as your default yeah. thing. Yeah, that that is that is quite at, to a T. It was awesome. I think it's good. I think they're gonna sell pretty well, actually. I, I feel I'm gonna buy. He's he's got one shoe that has a Raptor on it, so yeah. it's quite staying. Like, is this it? Has he made the decision? New Balance? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's definitely staying. We already have... Uh, he's having fun. People asked him about Toronto this weekend. He said, it's great. It's cold, but you have to wear boots. <laughs> to wear a jacket. <laughs> I was like... It's, so, did you... So, they did, uh, like, a 20-minute presser or whatever. Like, every player had to do a presser for 20 yeah. minutes. It, there was so, so many cringy questions asked to Kwai. Like, just like he's... Someone, like, asked him how to, someone asked him to laugh or smile. Yeah, to smile, to smile. Like, are you kidding oh. me? This guy, this guy smiles a lot. It's, oh like, my God. God. it's painful watching this. Some of the reporters, I'm just like, and it's not even the Toronto, it's not, first of all, it's not Toronto media asking any of this stuff because I think Toronto media knows yeah. uh, not to ask these questions or like, you don't do this kind of shit. 
Yeah, no, I know. I think the, the Toronto media, obviously, he's actually been really great with them the whole time. He's, I, to be honest, if I look back at what I expected from him and what he's done in terms of media over the last, you know, four or five months, he's so much surpassed my expectations from what I, what Absolutely. we were told. He's been out, he does interviews every three, four games. If he has a big game, he does interviews. Um, he's just, he's been there answering any basketball question. Yeah, if you ask him something stupid, like personal hey, questions, he doesn't get a stupid answer. answer. You should, yeah. yeah, you shouldn't ask someone a stupid question. Like let's uh, let's talk basketball, right? Like the same. I think Anthony Davis had a couple of interviews. Which, which if you did you watch those? I, I saw I saw his stupid uh, Boston's on my list, and then he said all twenty nineteen are on his list. Yeah. No, so he said Boston in the first presser, and then it blew up, right? Because somebody from Boston asked him specifically. And then, then he went on NBA TV and clarified that it's all 29 other teams. It's not all 29 other teams. He doesn't want to go actually play in Phoenix or anything like that. He's just, I think his reputation has been hurt so badly by how this went down and, and that he's just basically trying to do a lot of damage control, which at this point, I don't know if he can really save it. Yeah, he's not getting the love from the, the Pelicans fans either, right? So uh, it's an interesting one. I don't think he's getting love from NBA fans. Like, I don't think they they like the way he's handled the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, 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 I'm not a, like it, it's it rubs the wrong way, and I think that's a whole new discussion where we talk about they bring up NBA players bring up the whole concept where they're like, "Hey, you pick a job and you can choose where you want to go." Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I think that's fine. I think you can pick a job, but you've got a contract and you are the contract. If you want to lo- leave, then the the your team should be able to void that contract right away like you don't have to pay that right so and that obviously it makes sense for like the, the top tier players but the reason they have a union is that the same rules apply to the lower tier players as well right so yeah. if you're looking at small team small like players like let's say tim hardaway jr right he's making eight, 15 million dollars a year four-year contract whatever it is you know he's not worth 15 million if mm-hmm. dallas cuts him tomorrow and they're like you know what okay fine we're gonna move on from you non-guaranteed then you go find a job he's not going to be able to get 15 million dollars he's going to get like a three four million dollar contract mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing like yeah you can pick your place but you've got to realize that you're a union with star players and players who you need as well yeah you you, have, you signed a contract you got to honor it i i'm i'm i i don't i don't actually think that you have to play if you're unhappy but you also can't just tank your value like he did so it is what it is. We we got into him too much. I mean, we can talk about him and just do absolutely, for the yeah, yeah, that's too but, much. Yeah. So, what did you think of the whole All Star Weekend? Is there anything that really stood out for you? You know, I was talking to my uh, my cousin, and he was saying that he really likes All Star Weekend. Like, he loves everything about it. Loves everything. You know, the whole fan bit. And I have a very different perspective because I think it's like I'm not a big fan of the All Star Weekend. Only thing I I enjoy is probably I'd say the 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 pressers i guess and uh i would say the rising stars one is a fun one because you see some players that you don't normally see on regular tv right that's you see some new talent young talent yeah that's 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 actually fun to watch uh other than that like man the skills oh that's stupid the skills competition like the first the one that jason tatum win i hate that that's so bad you don't like i feel like that's at least somewhat exciting i like the three-point contest because it's fun because it's it's that's the that's that's should be the premier event, yeah, not yeah. the dunk contest. Yeah. Because no, for sure. the dunk contest, 
either you do the dunk contest, I think is you do it with like superstars. You get players in there because three point contest, you got superstars as well. You got Steph, you got you got Dirk, Dirk was doing it this year as well. Uh, Joe Harris, phenomenal. I'm happy for him. He he was yeah. phenomenal. He, did, he killed it. Good for Joe Harris. He's a great three point shooter. Uh, and it was good to see that, right? But dunk contest, oh my god, that, like Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, annoying. And then <laughs> the planes, the, the planes. Plane. Oh, uh, that the, that was oh he could he was so, so then, I I watched this on like I watched this later I was out Saturday night yeah. and I watched it later on and I remember you you told me it was just like, you said it was trash and I put it on and watching this and I was like literally watching this I was like what the hell is and he hit the plane yeah he didn't even jump over the plane that's the best part he kicked off the propeller <laughs> he kicked the plane I was like what the hell. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a funny, funny because and the and the dunk before he screwed up. Then that dunk, they did this whole like lead up to it, and he tried to put on goggles. Oh. Um, and he he screwed up the goggles, and he took the goggles. Anyways, it was just a disaster. John Collins is a very good player, and I I hope he recovers pretty well from this. He's a very good player for Atlanta. I hope he does well in a sense. But that dunk contest was shit. And you know, yeah, and then the he complained. Contest, did you hear him oh. complain about it? He said the crowd wasn't into it. I was like, because your dunk sucked, man. Yeah, that's true too, right? I think out of the last, in, in my, I think, probably 20 years, I think, so the dunk contests I remember the most are, uh, obviously, the Vince Carter one was really good. There's a Jason Richardson one that came really well. Uh, and then, obviously, the Aaron Gordon and, yeah. uh, what was it, Zach Levine in Toronto, like yeah. 2015. That was probably the, the best dunk contest I've seen the, like in, in a while right yeah that's a good one and we always remember the chris anderson like 19 attempts yeah, yeah, yeah. who remembers yeah. that one right? nothing is good like literally in the last 20 years there's been two good drunk dunk contests yeah. the one with vince and the one in toronto here yeah and, and then there was one with nate nate robinson oh nate Rob- that was a while back why do we nate keep it. watching it we know it's bad why do we yeah. keep watching it's, it's i think it's just because all the other the reason that we keep watching it is because the, all the other nba stars are there in the arena and we watch for their reactions straight yeah. up there was one good dunk this year the the dunk by the oklahoma city player um Shaq. yeah oh that was good he put his hand in full in there i was like yeah. oh god yeah, yeah. that was a good one anything else any final thoughts on all-star weekend other than i wanted to finish so i can watch raptors <laughs> it was mostly that steph curry bounce up alley pass to uh yanis wow probably yeah. the, that was that was incredible he got so high it was like insane yeah uh that was pretty cool to see uh i feel like all-star game now is just like tampering fest 101 like mm-hmm. you go out there and you're like you you're everyone's making up stuff there was like pictures of anthony davis and lebron i was like oh they got there it's like a cute picture right there they're like okay anthony davis wants to go to la well i guess we already know that's happening pictures yeah, no. of Kyrie and uh kevin durant talking and like oh what are they do- are they do- oh man i don't know right i mean it's 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 all it's all open now like they talk about it such like openly anyways right so yeah the uh i to be honest there is nothing more evident than the tampering than the team that uh, that LeBron picked. You know, his whole team was free agents. So obviously he does, they don't care. Everybody knows it's happening. They even yeah. even Adam Silver knows it's happening. He just doesn't want it to be out in the public. Like yeah. how, are you gonna stop your buddies from joining you at a workplace? Yeah. Like if you're like, hey, I'm like, hey Dalab, this place is good to work. Why don't you come work with me? I uh, what's the glass door rating? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> LA Lakers glass door rating two stars. Two stars, not good. <laughs> New York like a bunch of one star. Bench a bunch of bad reviews from D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. 
Kyle uh, Kuzma going on the Glassdoor rating car website and be like, this team is a horrible, toxic environment. They tried to get rid of me, but could not. Glassdoor for sports. I would love to see that. If there was like some hidden Glassdoor sports, that would be awesome. That, that'd be the best one, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's next up? Um, all right. Take that for that. Guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. To take that for data. I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. Awesome. So I've got a quick one here, uh, very short. And the reason I want to talk about take TikTok, take I took take that for data this week is Kyle Lowry shot zero for five in the All Star game. You shoot zero for five in the All Star game, and you're getting pretty open shots. So you're not getting someone like contesting you. Uh, so Kyle Lowry averaging career lows in points, uh, field goal percentage. He's not doing that well on on a stat sheet, but he is the MVP of the Raptors team. I think he's really good. And I'll tell you a couple of reasons why. Uh, Kyle Lowry is a top leader in assist percentage. Now, what this means. Is topping his seventh in the league with the lowest usage as well. So what that means is he's on the floor every time an assist is made or that results in a bucket. So his his presence on the floor is instrumental to the Raptors' success. Now, in that top list of top 100 players, it was only Kyle Lowry's the only Raptor, right? So you could see he is the main guy that glues it. Now we've got Jeremy Lin, and Jeremy Lin's also in the top 50 because he makes his team a lot better as well. So I'm excited to see that. Blake Murphy of The Athletic had this cool stat about Lowry, and this one, he took Lowry's present from 2015 to now, and he basically matched his team, all his teammates that he's had from 2015 and his teammate net rating with Lowry and without Lowry. And the difference, this is insane. <laughs> uh, the highest, obviously, is Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher and Lowry, is, but Chris Boucher is like a small sample size. But every single player who plays with Lowry has a teammate net rating of a positive. The only two players that have had really bad te- ratings are Anthony Bennett and Malachi Richardson. But everyone else just elevates his game. And yes, Kawhi Leonard as well. All right? Kawhi Leonard, very instrumental. So it's really cool to see. And obviously, some of the players, when I look at this list, who have really high, high teammate ratings, you're looking at players who are spot-up shooters because Kyle Lowry finds these guys. P.J. Tucker, very good. Patrick Patterson, really good. O.G. Ananobi makes it really good. Terrence Ross as well, right? So these were guys who really were able to find Lowry, stay in the corner, make that shot, and Kyle would find them to create that open spot. So it's really cool to see. Kyle Lowry is averaging the lowest field goals, three-point three point percentage of his career, but he is averaging 9.8 assists a game, which is why the Raptors are succeeding in the yeah. the way they play, right? So my take for take that for data, just to conclude, is Kyle Lowry's our MVP. We got to keep him. He's doing everything else, everything where we need to. Uh, let's see how it goes. The playoffs, we just need him to step up as well. Maybe make some shots as well, three-point shot. If three-point shooting has improved in the last probably, like, let's say, like, two weeks. Yeah, so 10, last 10 games, he's actually shooting really well, 40%. Yeah. There you go. So that's where it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Also, Dirk shot three for three in four minutes in the All Star yeah. game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think he shot three for three at all this season. He, yeah, made he three. shot three for three. He came in, put up three shots, made them all, all three pointers, and then got benched. Awesome. All right. Next yeah. up. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree with you. Kyle's. You know, it's one of those things that if if you're a Toronto fan and you're arguing about Kyle Lowry's impact, it's really hard to argue with people who don't watch Toronto games because his numbers don't stand out. But if you watch it, you can tell that there's a there's a drastic difference with him on the floor and not on the floor. 
Um, okay, so I thought we would do something a little bit different today, and we're going to track our Kwai percentage. So every month up until July, maybe in the middle of the month, we'll, we'll, we'll do a little check of how we're feeling in terms of what percentage we think Kwai is going to re-sign. So we'll do we'll do it today for the first time, and then we'll do it again in mid March, and then mid April, mid May, mid June, and then we'll cross our fingers in July. Um, so Talib, if I had to tell you to put a number, a percentage, on Kwai staying in Toronto, what number would that be right now for you? I'm going with sixty percent. Well, you think sixty percent to stay? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You think you think he doesn't mind the boots and the the cold as much, eh? I th- I th- I think I think we've I, th- I think the big thing that we've done really well is the load management. As fans, you probably hate it, but I think the Raptors have done a really good job of letting him be himself and not forcing the play, not giving a shit what the league thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's not feeling well, we're like, you know what? We take it slow. You don't have to play. Uh, they know the important part of the year is April, so that's the end goal. I'm not as a fan. I'm not happy because I want to see Kawhi play, but. As an organization, if you have an asset and you're trying, it's become like almost like an asset. If you're trying to like maximize your asset use for the next like two, three years, it's a smart move, right? So I see it 60% just because of that. Uh, I've said this before. I'm okay with him leaving as well. Like I think uh, as Raptor fans, I've come to like, we've had good years. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay for the rebuild. Yeah. Um, I don't want the rebuild. I'd like to see. I think, I think him and Siakam could be pretty good together for a few years. Uh, if I had to put a percentage on it right now, I'm not as optimistic as you. I think I'd put it just under 50, maybe like 45%. I, I think I think there's still a solid chance he goes somewhere else. But we'll see. I mean, the reality of it is we both know that a good chunk of this is going to be how they perform in the playoffs, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, April, and, a- April, May is going to be the big one. Yeah. And then if they perform really well, they'll bring the whole crew back for the most part. And they'll pay whatever luxury tax they gotta pay because it's gonna be crazy if they have to resign, um, if they have to resign Kwai and Danny, and probably give a new contract to um, Siakam. But I don't think that'll kick in until the year after, so it shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, but, that's fine. Yeah, but that, they're gonna be a luxury tax team once you've got Kwai and uh, Siakam on the books, because Siakam's contract, whatever it's gonna be, is gonna be big. Um, yeah, that's like that's like 2020 though. So we don't that doesn't kick in until like Surge and Kyle expire. Yeah, but it's going to be signed this year probably. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, it will sign. Yeah. yeah. All sure. right, predictions this week. We got two games this week. We've got oh, we've got a, a, a you know a kind of a quiet game this week. San Antonio at Toronto on Friday. Jamar <laughs> returns. The most probably the most anticipated game of the season and the most anticipated game we've had for a regular season game in Toronto. You know, I can't even remember how long. Like, I, I remember last... Was it last year or the year before where they had the Houston game? That was a pretty... Yeah, yeah. That was pretty we, well we, Houston and Toronto were both, the, both like, number one in their, in their respective conferences. Yeah. And we're like, okay, this is going to be a potential finals or whatever it is. But I think the hype on this game is bigger than that. It is. It, it, you know what? We haven't felt it yet, but Raptor fans, get ready for this week. You're going to see a lot of new stuff, a lot of news articles, a lot of new stuff coming on DeMar DeRose and how DeMar's playing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, overall, he's playing really well. He's a mid-range king. He doesn't shoot three-pointers as at all now. So yeah. I'm excited. To see, I'm excited to see San Antonio. I'm excited to see Demar. Uh, I hope the fans do the right thing. Oh, they will do the right thing. I think they're going to give him a standing ovation. He's going to get a lot of love. Uh, but I see Toronto coming out with a win. Yeah, I do too. But do you think? So do you think 
the video tribute is going to be combined with Jakob Perdo. You know, I thought about this as well. And these are things that keep me up at night as well. I was like, is it going to be a combined? Or do you give Jakob one in like the first quarter and the third quarter you unleash Damar? And so say, usually video tributes are done in the TV timeout in the first quarter. You think it's going to be two? It shouldn't be two. It has, you, uh, you can't, they're not this. The only reason they did this, did it in in San Antonio that way was because Kawhi was going to get booed and Danny Green had been there a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they combine the, the Danny Green good with the Kawhi bad, but here they're both good. One is like good. And one is like very good. You know, like we, we really want to see DeMar. So I think yeah. they're going to separate it. I just don't know when they're going to do them. Cause they can't do them at halftime. I'm maybe excited. Maybe they'll do it like during a timeout for Jakob and then between the first and the second quarter or something like that. So I think, I think it's going to be a win too. Um, I think, I think they played so bad that that actually was one of their worst games of the season last time that they're going to come out really aggressive and Kawhi is not going to not going to want to lose this game um and yeah. then the sunday game is orlando at toronto terrence ross it's another return oh man it's the return terrence uh, ross playing really well though so he's, yeah i'm surprised they, they didn't trade him yeah he's a free agent too so i don't understand yeah. why they didn't trade him but i guess they want to they want to do have him for a playoff push i have no idea why they didn't trade him but he was he's literally like what anybody needs off the bench in today's game like he's he's a solid three-point shooter he's averaging like 14 points at pretty good yeah he's, he's doing good he had like a crazy dunk too he's still dunking so it's like good for him but yeah that's about it on our end like i think there's two games hopefully next week will be uh we'll have a lot to talk about based on the game nba backs starts again on thursday so i got another three four days of just no nba which sucks you didn't actually give your prediction for this game by the way i think it's gonna be oh, it's a win it's yeah. a win yeah win. <laughs> he just glanced over orlando come on i got yeah i win <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Going to win yeah so it's uh it's gonna it's a quiet week but you know one really big game friday and uh and sunday orlando anything else? i can't wait the, d- the days are coming where we're gonna be like oh Raptors, we're gonna lose both games. We're gonna lose all week. We're gonna lose all week. Like we've been through that. It's coming. You did what? If you think they rebuild? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I no, no, no. I trust I trust Masai that, that these will be they'll have competitive teams. I don't think they're gonna do a full teardown. I don't think a full teardown works in the NBA that, that well. Oh, I'm impressed with Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn had a pretty bad teardown, but like they didn't have any picks. So yeah, but that they actually had no assets to work with, and they still turned it around, right? So yeah. I think I think Masai is going to be in that train of thought because he's still going to have a decent team, even with quiet walks, like a team with Kyle Lowry, and Pascal Siakam, and Serge Ibaka, and Marcus Gasol. It's still a decent team in the in the uh, East. So. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll see. We'll see you next year. Be, that's more to talk about. I think it's like we we have to get we're we're young and all. We have a good mix right now, so I'm excited for I'm excited to see uh, Marcus All versus Lamarcus Aldridge. It's gonna be a good one. All right, maybe they'll start Gasol. We'll see. All right, we'll see everybody uh, next week. Gasol versus Gasol, right? Too? Huh? Is it Gasol versus Gasol? Paul Gasol's yes, playing. Yes. I don't know how much he's playing though. Okay. There you go. We got Gasol reunion and Demar reunion. And Damarian. And Jakob. Yak and yeah. Skills. Oh, this is going to be good. Okay. Yak and Skills. I'm super excited for Friday now. I can't wait. All right. We'll see everybody next week. All right. See ya.